And here we go. Let's go out to the movies. Let's go out to the movies. Let's go out to the movies and have ourselves a snack. Ding! We went back to the movie theater. Movies, y'all! Movies, y'all! Let me guess. I'm going to guess what you saw. Okay. Not I'm, a lot of options, but go ahead. I'm going to guess that you saw Black Widow. I did. Okay. Was that the first time you went back? No, I actually went back for Quiet Place 2. Oh, okay. But um, I think I enjoyed Black Widow more just because I saw it on the IMAX at Patton Creek. Um, and that's just something that you cannot replicate no matter what kind of right. setup you have. Right. Um, Quiet Place 2 is probably the better movie, though. Really? Yeah. Uh, I thought I've, it was a lot better than the first one. I've heard some people didn't like it. I enjoyed it a lot. Maybe it's because it was my first time back and it was yeah, you sort were, you, it was uh, overly romanticizing yeah, how much I liked it. Yeah, peppered with the feelings of coming back and being in the theater. Yeah, but they, it's great and they're obviously setting it up. It can go on for another 10 movies probably. Oh, really? This one takes place literally like the day after the first one. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So it's good. What about you? What'd you go back to see? You gotta know. I've talked about how much I love these movies on this podcast several times. The Fast and the Fast Furious. Nine, baby. <laughs> yeah. Fast Nine. How is it? They take a car into space, right? If you... Spoilers. Oh, sorry. Spoilers for for a <laughs> terrible car movie. I think that uh, if you are a fan of the series, <clears throat> you will love this film. It, it was... It just delivers on all the stupid, over-the-top action and ridiculous stunts and completely unbelievable crap um that that all the other movies had and it just is if you it, it was the escapist back to the theater movie that i needed and that the industry needed i mean it's it got people back out to the theaters and it is um i joke but I, i'm not a big fan i've watched like the first two i think but i haven't kept up with them but i rex i respect a lot of people that i love and respect their tastes and movies love the movies but it's some guy on another podcast said that basically if you think about it it's the most successful franchise going right now mm -hmm, absolutely like bond is still bond but you know it, it doesn't carry the weight that these new uh, fast and the furious movies do mm -hmm. and yeah. like harry potter's over Marvel's kind of a universe. It's not really a franchise. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, it's like the last remaining gold print money <laughs> ticket franchise. Yeah, Marvel, Marvel is a universe, but you it would be like the it would be the equivalent if there were nine Iron Man movies. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that would be the franchise. Which would be, you know, next to impossible to do. So it's right. impressive that they continue to do that. Mm -hmm. Where do you put it in the ranking of all the other movies? I think they said that they are going to do one more. And I really hope for the next one that they absolutely just pull out all the stops and that it's that they just do everything that they want people to do. And they did a little bit of that in this one. They, they did some fan service, um, hashtag justice for Han, but uh, more spoilers. But they did a lot of things in it, man, and they did right by Brian. And they just, it, it was, well, and partially did right by Brian, partially completely diminished his role but anyhow it was it was a good film and i really enjoyed it i i the thing i liked the most about it i think was you get a little bit more of the history about the toretto family and how dom came to be the person that he is and and all those kind of things and they did a really good job of explaining why you never heard about jacob uh his brother until this film 
So I thought they did a really, really good job with it. There was a lot of good cars in it. I'm a Nova guy. There was an awesome Nova in it. Mm. So there was a lot of really good vehicles in it. It was just, um, there was a um, Charger SRT Hellcat and just a bunch of cool stuff. What is your favorite of the franchise? My favorite one? one? Oh, man. I really, I think it was... Fast Five is the one a lot of people say, right? That may have been. I think that was the first one with The Rock. Yeah. Um, that was a good one, and like all the ones with the rock in it were pretty good. And that, when I say that, I hope they pull out all the stops. I really hope that they just put. Um, did he? Did you miss him in this one? He's not in this one, right? He's not in this one, and I didn't miss him per se, but it definitely kind of felt like. I mean, maybe I did miss him a little bit. I just think that he brought something to it that character that was kind of fun. Um, and that's what I say when I hope that when I say I hope they pull out all the stops. I really just hope that they can get Tyrese and. The Rock and Vin Diesel all on the same page. On the same page, and and satisfy everybody. And the thing that gives me a lot of hope that that would happen is the excellent job they did putting Tig Notaro into Army of the yeah. or what is it? Um, City, of, City uh, of the Dead Army or the Dead. Army of the City of the Dead yeah. people. So the the job that they did that if they can green screen her into that film as good as they did, I can't see a reason why they can't put these guys hate each other that much. That you oh think my god, they to be green hate each other. Um, I think that if they could, but I mean, I'm not saying maybe they could work out their differences and get it back together. Yeah. But I think that if they did it, I mean, they have options on how to do it. So give the fans what they want, yeah. man. Like give, give them what they want. I, I am not deluded. It's, they're not good movies. It's not, uh, it's not, they're not good movies, but they're good entertainment. There's, that's what you pay to see. Right. Yeah. And I'm impressed that all of all your talk about hating movie theaters like you do and wishing them to die that you actually went and saw this in a theater. Well, I wanted to see it, man. I'm, I'm, okay, look. It's not something you could buy on I, no, a streaming well, service? Number one, I don't hate movie theaters, thank you very much. I don't hate the experience. I don't hate going. I have, oh. a, good, I have a good setup at home. I like the comfort of my own home. I like being able to pause it, get drinks, do whatever I want to do, run it back, be on my lazy boy. I like all of those things. I will say that being in Birmingham had me completely spoiled because the theater that we went to did not have, uh, it had stadium seating, but it did not have like reclining seats or it, it was not a about? super updated theater. No. So I, if you're living stadium in stadium seating, it was stadium seating, but it was just like the old school, right. like fold down yeah. seats. Uh, but if you're living in a town that has a theater that gives you a premium experience, you think you're lucky stars that you have it. Yeah. Um, because next time I'll definitely drive to the other theater in town that, or to the next town over that does have it. But I don't hate the theater. I don't hate going out. I do think that it is very, very different now. And I'm very, a little sad that even on opening night, it wasn't quite as busy as it would have been back in the day. Well, counterpoint, when I saw Black Widow, which is the one I'd rather tell you about, even though Quiet Place 2, two is really good, um, Black Widow was even better because, like I said, I saw it on the IMAX. And I saw it at a 4.30 show, and it was 80% full. That's great. So there was a lot of people there. Um, and that's the IMAX, so that's the more expensive one, you know, than mm -hmm. the, just the regular theater. Sure. So I thought there was a good crowd. And, you know, as people slowly and surely come back, and all these companies got subsidized just like any even small businesses got money from the government for the pandemic so these people these companies got money to help float sure. them to help pay employees and so i'm hopeful that and on the flip side that when everything comes back like in three months they don't take all that money and then after a year's pass just close the doors yeah i i always want there to be movie theaters i always want there to be a theater experience and there's always going to be things that i will go see in the theater but i think to survive going forward the theater is going to have to 
give you something that you can't get at home and the 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 theater experience is going to be very different the days of the 10 screen multiplex yeah. are over yeah i think you might have a theater that has four four screens and one premium screen or something like the lux has down in homewood where the seats are on a gimbal and you get almost kind of like a universal studios type feel yeah. or really good 3d or uh, i'm waiting for vr movies oh, to come yeah. out where uh, actually in them. you're you're well not now that you're in them but that you have a headset on and like it's a 360 degree field of view so I think that those things are probably coming and I I think that's it that's gonna have to be the evolution because yeah. y- you know people are people are not gonna pay for it I, okay so the next two things that I'll go see in the theater hands down no question be there opening night new James Bond mm-hmm. new Top Gun the new Top Gun looks phenomenal. You don't have any interest in seeing Black Widow? I do have or any of the other Marvel movies that are coming. Soon? I do have an interest in seeing it, but I I am when by the time we got to Endgame, man, I was pretty and I, and I had, and I had gone every night for every film. I had done done it. I had done it with my crew. Like we went, and I just quite honestly had superhero fatigue. And I know that um, Far From Home. Oh my gosh, that looks so good. Wait, wait, what was that the one that's already out? Which Spider-Man was the... Uh, you had Homecoming, Far From Home, and then Home Away, Home Alone 3. Home Away from New York. Home. Anyhow, <laughs> the whatever newest, this... You're talking about the newest one or the... Whatever the, whatever the Spider-Man movie that came out after Endgame was that everybody said was kind of... Far the, From Home. Far From Home. So, I didn't even watch Far From Home until oh, like two years after Endgame came out. Like really? it was I didn't watch it till about a month or two ago because I was just so fatigued. And then the shows started coming out and I've been watching the shows and like I just kind of have gotten to the point where I'm just I'm really fatigued by it. And I will I'm probably gonna watch Black Widow this week. And I'm uh-huh. excited I'm excited about watching it. But I'm also just kind of I'm 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 kind of superheroed out. I, I and now the other thing is if they would give me Something like Marvel movies have a definite look and feel, and they should have a definite look and feel because they are they're all part of that universe. But what I would really like to see is Marvel start to do some things that are more akin to Christopher Nolan's Batman trilogy or the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie, where you take this stuff and give it a different twist and a different feel. I'm really excited about the new Batman movie because it doesn't look like a superhero movie. Those are the things that I think are really interesting. Like the Christopher Nolan um, Batman movies didn't really feel like superhero well, yeah, movies. He's, a, he's the world's greatest detective wearing a bat costume, but he doesn't have superpowers. I mean, that's the problem. You, mm-hmm. How could Iron Man be in anything close to that when he, you know, he's got a suit? It's all fantasy. I mean, Batman it, it, could actually exist. It is all fantasy, but you could treat those storylines and those characters and all of that interplay. With more gravity than a lighthearted family film. Have you seen the trailer for the animated What If series that they're coming out with? No. You need to watch that. Okay. I think that'll I think that'll really appeal to you then. Well maybe that'll scratch that itch, but I just I'm I'm hungry for more films. Less bubblegum. Yeah, man. Like even the Snyder Cut I felt like gave the all the situations more gravity and and more weight. But the other thing that just really sucks is like even as good as CGI is, you can still still tell it's CGI. Oh. Practical effects and practical things. That's why I really liked the last three Star Wars movies. It's because they did such a great job of blending all of that. I mean, a fantastic job. Yeah. And the set pieces were amazing. The lightsaber duel that takes place on the 
wreckage and the crashing waves. It was just, I mean, it didn't even matter what the fight was or what happened. Just seeing them walk out on that, yeah, was, that was really cool. Stellar, man. And like, I think that you know these these superhero movies need more of that and less CGI and crap like that. Well, it's always going to be a problem with Marvel stuff. DC sure. has a lot has more grounded characters in lots of spots, but Marvel, you I mean you got the God of Thunder, you got a guy mm-hmm. who, you know, wears an iron suit and can fly. And I thought they did a pretty good job of it in Ragnarok. I mean, I, I Ragnarok they, was great. Yeah. yeah, they did. I feel like that was a, a better blend, but I I think it would be, and I think James Gunn did a really good job too in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. And you know what your those two movies have good directors with a vision yeah instead of just somebody get the russo brothers yeah that's why civil war and uh, Mm -hmm. winter soldier is so good but all these other ones where they just no offense to these directors it seems like they're just put in their spot because they'll Mm -hmm. do what marvel wants them to do yeah yeah i I think i don't talking about td drives me a little bit bonkers with his quirky just to be quirky kind of he's so funny kind of vibe uh that he that gets on my nerves a little bit but not to the point where I didn't enjoy yeah. Ragnarok. You know, I liked it both times I watched it. I think it. that's probably my favorite of all the Marvel movies. Boy, that would be a hard question to answer. I mean, that or uh, I loved Infinity War. And Endgame's good just because you get closure, but Infinity War was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, I, Black Panther CGI really took me out of it, man. I thought yeah. the CGI in that film was pretty terrible. I didn't. I thought it was a great movie and props to Chadwick Boseman, but sure, I didn't absolutely. see what everybody else saw. I guess, you know, for a whole race of people to have representation finally was a big deal absolutely and i understand that um but it's not in my top 10 probably yeah uh well i want to tell you about black widow i won't tell anything about the movie but i thought it was good i um i think it's worth seeing it it really reminds you a lot of uh civil war and winter soldier Mm -hmm. especially winter soldier because you know, even though Steve Rogers is a super soldier, it was more like a CI, like a spy thriller, mm-hmm. and so that's kind of the vibe you get with this because she is basically a spy, right? So it's more like a spy thriller than a superhero movie. Yeah, okay. I mean, there's still superhero elements. You know, there's a floating fortress, mm-hmm. but um, you know, other than that, that's just her and her sister, who's fantastic. Her name is uh... oh goodness, Florence Pugh. Okay, is the actress's name and in the movie she plays Yelena. Yeah, I think the the common thing, the common comment that I keep seeing is that Scarlett Johansson is almost overshadowed by yeah. the rest of the cast in this movie. Yeah, and I think that was done on purpose because they knew, spoilers for Endgame, what was going to happen to her. Yeah. And I mean, what's a bummer is, okay, yeah, Yelena's great. David Harbour, who plays the Russian version of Captain America, he's called the Crimson, no, the Red Rush. Mm-hmm. Um, he's great. Well, I thought Red Rush was from Invincible. Yeah, it is. Um, I don't want to call him the Crimson Dynamo because they make a joke about that in the movie, but that's not it. Anyhow, Hopper. He's Hopper. Yeah, he's Hopper, but he's the only Russian who apparently got the super soldier serum. And so it's cool to see him fight, but it looks like he probably got a little diluted version. He's not Steve Rogers at all. Oh, really? Um, but yeah, the the actors in the movie and the acting is really good. And Florence Pugh, who plays Yelena, is outstanding. But, uh, oh, my point was, it feels like, and it might have, was supposed to have come out, it should have come out in between Endgame and Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Um, because it just feels so disjointed now that at the end of this movie is her leaving to go break Steve out of the floating prison or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So it's like, you already know what happens with her. It would have been much better to come, it should have come out when Captain Marvel did. Yeah. 
They should have wait, just left Captain Marvel out of everything mm-hmm. and just did her movie after the two big ones. Yeah. Um, so which theater, you said it was at Patton Creek. Mm-hmm. That's not the one. With, have you been back to the one in Vestavia yet? Yeah. That's where and I saw Quiet they, Place. Do they still have the bar open and everything? I mean, no, it, back- it wasn't open when I was in there. Okay. It doesn't even look like they have it stocked. What about food? Food, you can get anything. Okay. And uh, so what? Not what? Like what, what? What other differences did you notice? I mean, did anything else stick out to you that was not at Vestavia for Quiet Place? I guess that was only two weeks ago that they don't do at Patton Creek anymore. Was they had seats you could not choose to sit oh, in. Interesting. But at Patton Creek, you could sit anywhere. Okay. So I guess they've already gotten rid of that yeah. idea because uh, there weren't marked off seats. That was in the app. You know, you can go in and pick your mm-hmm. seat. They had like every other seat. Extra. What about masks? Anybody masks? No. No, not even the not even concessionaire kids. I'm starting to notice a lot of articles popping up about resurgence of numbers and variants and things like that. Do you, do you think that people are just throwing caution to the wind and saying we're over this, we've had enough, or do you think that that's just a you know an effort to get people to get vaccinated because the numbers haven't been what they thought they would be, or what? I mean, what do you think about that? God, I, yeah, I mean, a I don't want to go too much into coronavirus stuff, but no, I think it's a little bit of both. And um, I hate to be that guy and sound like the people that I so strongly disagree with sometimes, but it's hard to trust anything in the news media nowadays because there's narratives, you know. And even when I took, I'm a, I graduated with a broadcast journalism degree. And I remember, you know, one of our classes, the main idea with print journalism was if it bleeds, it leads. So you want, you know, fear and, you know, happy, good time stories aren't on the front page. And with TV news media, they want to keep people watching, especially because they have to fill 24 hours worth of news. So it's always going to be doom and gloom. Right. Um, That's not to say that I don't believe this variant's real and that you can still get sick from Corona. But yeah, I think... They want more people to get vaccinated. You know, you can't, we don't live in a government state, so they're not going to force people to get vaccinated. But, and I think on the, also it's both, and my answer to your question is both. I think a lot of people are just tired of this shit and they're like, I don't, the ones that don't want to get vaccinated are just saying F it and they're going to go out no matter what and live their life. And I guess they either think it's not real or if they do get it, they're not going to get so sick that it'll be debilitating. And then, like me, I got vaccinated. That's it, man. I don't want to wear a mask. It sucks. Mm-hmm. Or get I mean, sick again? I mean, that's the risk I'll run, but I'm certainly not going to wear a mask again. Anymore. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you got vaccinated because you don't want to wear a mask and you want to minimize your chances of getting sick again. So yeah. it's worth it to you. Yeah. So. And so I feel like once I'm vaccinated, I had this whole talk with my sister. She's such a sweet person and has such a good heart that she's actually worried about <clears throat> people that <clears throat> her even though she's vaccinated getting people sick that aren't vaccinated. Mm -hmm. But I was like, Sharon, you can walk into a Walgreens anytime, Mm -hmm. even without an appointment and get vaccinated. You're making excuses for people. She's like, well, they can't get off work. I'm like, Walgreens are open 24 hours. There's no more excuses. If you want to get vaccinated, you can get vaccinated. You should be vaccinated by now. And so I, as a vaccinated person, you're, if you're the example, say you were like, I don't want to get vaccinated. I don't feel bad at all if I give you Corona. You're an idiot for not getting vaccinated. Right, you know? yeah, it's your own fault. Like, it, it, eventually you got to have some personal responsibility. Sure. So, and I would be the same way. If I didn't believe in it and I didn't get vaccinated, the only person I would be mad at if I got sick was myself. Right. So, moral of the story is, go back to the movie theater. <laughs> yeah. da, 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 da.